Hello, Hello everyone. everyone, and welcome back to Be The Light Ministry Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about insecurities. But first, how cold and dreary is it outside today? Yeah, like, I don't know if y'all are experience- experiencing... <laughs> I'm, I'm starting off great. I don't know if y'all are experiencing this, but it is just so, like, cloudy and dreary outside today by us. It is, like... One of those days where you just stay inside with hot chocolate and you throw on Christmas movies and you just stay in bed all day. (laughs) Well, those things can definitely warm me up. We hope to shine some light with you on this. Ah, ha-ha. Be the light. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So today, yeah, we are going to shine the light on insecurities. Um... (laughs) That was so corny. Oh, my Lanta. It's okay. Add some, every podcast has some cheesiness to it. Says <laughs> a lactose intolerant cheese. person. It doesn't mean I don't like it. I mean, I don't like lactose intolerant, but cheese is very delicious. <laughs> okay. Oh, boy. Our parent, like, us becoming parents is really starting to come out. <laughs> So, for the sake of everyone being on the same page, if you're an OG, you know I love to do this. We're starting out with a definition. Haven't done this in a while. <laughs> so, what is insecurity? It is a lack of confidence in who you are, your worth, and your place in this world. I love the fact that it includes your place in this world because I feel like that's at least 90% of people. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And why do we feel insecure, you might ask? Well, we do because if you don't acknowledge the insecurity, you can't address it. If So, for example, if you have any sort of problem, whether it's with yourself, like you don't like how you act, or you don't like how someone in your life is, or like your job is a problem, any problem whatsoever, if you don't acknowledge it, it ain't just going to go away. You can't, you can't. It's not, you can't fix it. Just like any problem, you have to look at it first and know that it's there. Yeah, you can't fix a problem that you don't know exists. Exactly. So, super, super quickly, you know, what are some things that can make us insecure? We know comparison. Yep. That is just, like, Number the one, root probably. of all of it. <laughs> um, honestly, wounds from our past mm-hmm. can make us really insecure. Yeah. That was... That was a fun one yes. to, like, learn about. It can really shape who you are as a person in your past. Yeah, definitely. And then, as also, on a faulty foundations can make you insecure as well. Like, if all your happiness relies on, you know, worldly things, like your job, your success, even in, like, shows or sports like myself when I was younger... <laughs> Oh boy, this is probably the most <laughs> faulty foundation you could possibly have. The world can be so great when your team is doing it good. It's so much fun when they're winning or your fantasy team is winning or whatever. But once, but if, so, if something bad happens and your team loses, someone gets hurt, boom, your foundation's gone. You're sad. And, you know, that's why you cannot you just put all your hope and your happiness into one single worldly thing. Because these things go away just like that. You can lose your job in a minute. You can lose your money. You can lose anything in a minute on this planet. Yeah, and that's exactly what I was talking about on Tuesday. Um, Speaking of Tuesday, (laughs) I would just like the record to show to everybody 
that I did apologize <laughs> for doing an episode without you. Yes. We yeah. did we did talk about it. Mm-hmm. It was a discussion. And I thought it was a good episode. <laughs> that I is why it. it's still up. <laughs> yeah. If he didn't like it, it would have been taken down. <laughs> I, you, you did very good with it. Thank you. I just want to make that clear, you know. Hold myself accountable. <laughs> One of the other reasons why we felt like it was so important to discuss insecurity, especially right now, um, first and foremost, this was, again, another sermon series that we had Mm -hmm. two weeks ago in church. Like, our church is normally on fire, but lately, like, every single week, I am taking copious notes. Every (laughs) single week, we are leaving, like, could this be any more relevant to our lives right now? Weekly bangers. Yeah. Just on point. Just something we needed to hear every week at scene. So we just really felt like the world just needs to hear this too. Yeah. So um, that's what pushed it to be right around now. Typically, I would be doing more Christmas-related content. But this sermon was just like so good. I was like, <laughs> have to get this out here. Um, and one of the things that we learned about was how insecurity actually opens our heart to sin. Y'all, when I tell you my jaw dropped to the floor when our pastor said that, it totally did. Because it makes so much sense. You know, when we are feeling insecure, what is a typical go-to reaction? You start gossiping or like bringing other people mm-hmm. down to make yourself feel better. Um, something that is super relevant to my testimony is a lot of people will self-medicate to numb themselves from the insecurity on top of like, the pain of everything they're going through. Um, You know, when you are putting your foundation based on worldly success, that's going to lead to greed and gluttony, which we all Mm -hmm. know I've done the Seven Deadly Sins series. (laughs) So it's really just so important that we discuss this because it's so, like, it is so true. It does open our hearts to sin. No, it does. And, like, when you start... When you have your own security, it is so easy to look at other people and be like, well, at least I'm not like that. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, so I remember so-and-so did this or this celebrity did this horrible thing. And at least I didn't do that. Like, it really makes you want to just make yourself feel better. And how you do that is you will say, like, think, you know, it's okay to go gossip and stuff like that. Oh, did you hear so-and-so did this or that? Just so you feel better. Or you just compare and just envy, which another mm-hmm. set with Seven Deadly Sin, envy what they have. Exactly. Ooh, something you just said. Ooh. <laughs> you just said, like, oh, at least I'm not, like, that celebrity who did this horrible thing. I bet you that's why cancel culture is so prevalent in our society these last couple of years. Because we're such an insecure society because social media. Yeah. It's Sorry. It all ties together. Sorry. That, that, it all ties <laughs> that, together. That was a thought. <laughs> it, it was... It was a thought that had to come out. Okay. <laughs> so sorry. I just totally interrupted your point. No, it's okay. My bad. But mean, like, at the end of the day, we all have insecurities. Like, in my, in my experience, when I was younger especially, I hated my ears. <laughs> the shape of my ears was so frustrating. They're just like, they look like squares, in my opinion, before I really grew into my face. I don't, you, you were, this I, is when I was younger. Yeah, before. I, I didn't know you. Yeah. And my nose, I just, my face didn't fit my nose. My, at the tip of my nose was like bulgy and red sometimes. Like, just, I felt like 
I feel kind of like Rudolph every once in a while. Like a big bulging nose. Oh, no. Oh, man, yeah. I really hate my nose and my ears. It's like, I just look at myself every day like, am I, is this... Is this how I'm actually look every day for the rest of my life? No, is this? You, you and my really... earlobes are very big. <laughs> um, you can, They're so big, in fact, that you can, like, put your finger and flip it back and forth like a punching bag. <laughs> so my ears were a big problem when I was younger. <laughs> I don't, I'm not making fun of you. I'm just laughing because you, like, really, like, I have never noticed, like, big mm-hmm. ears or nose. Like, you really yeah. grew into Yeah, no, I did. I don't, you know, it looks better now, but when I was younger, this was a big problem <laughs> for me. <laughs> it's a big problem. It was. It was, like, oh, I need a new face. You <laughs> need <laughs> a new face. Oh, my lanta. Oh, man. I just, ah, oh, you know. We all have them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I definitely have my own, like, body insecurity things. One thing that has come up super recently for me, um, just getting so much further along into pregnancy, I am so insecure of the thought of other people helping me. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't feel like I deserve help from other people, but I also want other people to help me because I am big, I am pregnant, and I can barely put my shoes on by myself anymore. <laughs> but I also feel so insecure when people help me. And it's this really like big contradiction. And, you know, especially like the last like week and a half, two weeks, being as far along as I am, you know, we know that it's so important to keep my stress levels down. And I know that in order to do that, that means Lewis hiding things from me. Like, I know that means you having to keep stressful things from me or like downplaying it or just utilizing your other resources instead of coming to me about stressors. Mm -hmm. And that makes me feel so insecure and guilty (laughs) because I'm like, what kind of wife am I that like he can't come to me? And then I like I really have to sit there and remind myself like it's just for a season because like you have to keep your stress level Mm -hmm. down at this point. Right. Exactly. Um, So that's like a very recent insecurity that has come up for me lately. Yeah, we all have our own insecurities. But the best part is, God typically uses those with lots of insecurities. Yeah. So, for example, we have Gideon. He was the absolute weakest member of his family. We have Peter, the disciple who had little faith. And, of course, we have good old Moses. Yes, Moses, the one who really felt like he didn't know where his place was in his own world. Um, And also just really struggled with speech um he just really just lacked confidence for sure didn't think much of himself whatsoever until one day of course god told him you will free my people you will free the israelites out of egypt and exodus three ten through 14 really just goes into the whole conversation moses had with god like god who am i to go up to pharaoh tell him to free his slaves and me to lead thousands of people out of Egypt into this promised land. I show speech. No one really, no one like, I'm a nobody, you know, no one knows who I am. What did I ever do? I'm not king. I'm not rich. I'm not famous. What, like, why me? And God just kept telling him like, you are who I chose and you are going to do this. I don't care that you don't have 
you, that you show with speaking. I'm gonna as long as you have faith in me, I'm right here with you, and you're going to do this. So if you're ever feeling if you like really down yourself, you don't feel worthy. Just remember, God uses the meek, the weak, the sick, the whatever. Everyone is used through God as long and as long as you know he's with you and have faith in him you could do anything he sets out for you to do yeah a hundred percent i think one of my favorite things about the story of moses is that it really like hits home this point that like no one is more aware of your faults than you are and that's because we listen to our own thoughts before we listen to what god has Mm -hmm. to say about us i think it's so easy to forget that like long before you were born, God knew what faults you were going to have. Yeah. Um, before I knew you, before you were born, I knit you in your mother's womb. Exactly. He will know what you're going to struggle with, and he does not care what you're struggling with. He, because he can overcome any struggle you have. And as long as he can, you can as long as he is with you, as you know he is with you. Yeah, because God doesn't look at who we are, but who we can be through him. And I think that is also mm-hmm. like such like a heart moment of the story of Moses. Yes. It's like, it has nothing to do with you. It really doesn't. No. It's everything about what God can do through you. Exactly. You can go up to Pharaoh and you can tell him whatever needs to be said as long as God has it in store for you. Yeah. Now, what do you do when you have these insecurities? Whew, <laughs> that is the question of the hour. So the first thing you have to do is you have to remind yourself of who God says you are. I've done this as like a whole separate episode before, so I'm really going to fly through it. <laughs> uh, well, I am. <laughs> but the whole first chapter of Ephesians really goes over who God says we are. We are loved and chosen. We are called. We are equipped. Like, this is who God created us to be. It does not matter what your friends say about you, what your teacher said about you, your family, your significant other, some random social media troll that like... All the trolls out there. Exactly. (laughs) Like, it does not matter what other people say about you. What matters is what God says about you. Because at the end of the day, like, God is the one who formed you. He created you in his image and likeness. So it is so crucial that you remember who God says you are. And honestly, there's really only one other thing, and that's to give it over to him, you know? Also, you, like, these insecurities that you have, like, there is a reason why you have them. You may not understand why you have them. Like, Moses didn't understand why he couldn't, he had trouble speaking. But maybe it's just to show the world, like, you have trouble speaking, it doesn't matter. You can go up to thousands of people and lead them out of a whole country. It doesn't matter what you struggle with. You can do whatever you set your mind to as long as you have God with you, have faith that you, that God can do anything for you, basically. I think something that we so often forget is that God will use the person you least expect to teach the most important Mm -hmm. lessons. Yes, like exactly. Look at people Jesus was with. He was never with the rich. He was never with the famous, the politicians. He was with the poor, the sick, the lonely, all those people he used. And that is the pe- those people you learn the most from. Mm-hmm. So just remember, 
you are all worthy in God's eyes, no matter who you are. Even like taking the biblical perspective off of it, because like, yeah, we can, I mean, look at who the disciples were, you know, they were fishermen, they were tax tax collectors, exactly. But I think for us, like modern day people, you ever notice that it's always the quiet ones that teach the loudest lessons? Yeah. It's always like, whoa, where did that come from? It's always the person you expect the least to stand up and Mm -hmm. make and like... Typically are the stronger ones. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think that is what I mean when I say like, God doesn't look at who you are. He looks at what he can do through you. And that's relevant to both of our testimonies. Absolutely. Like even just us doing this podcast, like... If y'all know us in person, we are, like, Mm -hmm. these shy people. We are not the ones to voice our Mm -hmm. opinions, especially you. Like, you are not someone to put your thoughts Mm -hmm. and your opinions out there. No, not usually. Mm -mm. But when it comes to the podcast. Yeah. And it's all thanks to God. It really is. I mean, before I started doing this, I was very, like, like, am I, who's going to listen to me? Like, even, like, you know, I just did not feel like I was even worthy at all to even just be doing this with you or anything well i felt the same thing when i started y'all i started this podcast when i was still in treatment yeah and i was like who am i Mm -hmm. to start a podcast about faith and mental health when i am literally in a psychiatric treatment program right right now Mm -hmm. and god just kept pushing it and pushing it and it launched before i got discharged (laughs) And it felt so hypocritical in the moment. Mm -hmm. And here we are a year and a half later. And I'm like, this is exactly why I was supposed to be doing this. Don't let your thoughts stop you. God's thoughts and God, what God thinks of you is more important than what you think of yourself. Exactly. So that is going to be it for today's episode. I think this is one of our longer ones in a while. And I'm like really happy we've finally gotten into like a good flow of doing this. So make sure y'all tune in next week. I can't believe next week is going to be our last two episodes before Christmas. Wow. That is insane. Time is flying. Our last Christmas, just the two. Well, not it's not just the two of us. It still is the right. three of us, but without a baby in our arms. Right, exactly. That's insane. Mm-hmm. Very much so. <laughs> Have a great weekend, everyone. Peace out. Bless out. <laughs>